to the folks. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an intro. Hello, and thank you for joining us on Building Greatness the Warrior Way, a Westcliff University athletics podcast. As always, I'm joined by our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yay. And I'm Sherm Dog, David Shermet, the head baseball coach at Westcliff University. Well, hey, we are back with another incredible podcast today, and we've got another very special guest. Totally excited to have him on, and we're going to get to that in just a second. Sean, I got a couple of fast facts for you and some pretty interesting ones. And in honor of our guest today, going to give you a little bit of a hint. Our fast facts have to do with basketball. This, okay. this is interesting. The Chicago Bulls and White Sox owner Jerry Reinsdorf continued to pay Michael Jordan his reported $4 million basketball salary while he was playing baseball. Yes, sir. And I think that probably told the world, if you would have looked at it, that we're, we're waiting for you to come back. They, I don't, yeah. I don't know how much faith or confidence they had in him succeeding as a baseball player. But I mean, in, I don't know if that's good faith or if they're saying, "Listen, we're waiting for you to come back. We expect you to be back with the Bulls, so we're going to keep paying your salary." What do you think? You, you, you don't lose the gold mine. I mean, you know, what I'm saying. I mean, so the owner was smart. He was trying to hold on to Jordan any way he can. You know, the two three. Is the goat, right? He he's he's especially during that time frame, right? Right. He he was the in all be all. So if he said he wanted to go out and hang out on your baseball team, you was gonna make that happen regardless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just him saying that exploded their revenue. So you got to pay the man. Yeah, I I suppose. I mean, it obviously he had done a lot for that organization before he left, and I'm talking about the Bulls. And so $4 million at that time was probably a lot of money because we're going back 30 years. But and he still was underpaid. Yeah, exactly. He still was but underpaid. See, that's the thing. According to the revenue that he brought in through merchandise sales and marketing and promotion, and even when he left, you know, they still figured out a way to monetize. So right. to pay him $4 million, I think, was not a lot of money. It, it seems like a lot, and especially 30 years ago. But Listen, in proportion, on, just, me, in proportion to what, what he brought saying, in, it wasn't that million much. $4 million is $4 million. Yeah, four well, million dollars is four million. Don't 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 fool our listeners out there. Four million is a lot of cash. Yeah, but in proportion to what he brought in, proportion my tail. Give me four million right now. Yeah, I'm out. Of, course. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> of course. Four million. I'm out. I'm out. Of course, but in, in proportion, I'm out. Yep. Yeah, but I'm what gone. he brought in and what he meant to that uh, organization that was a paltry sum. That that. But wasn't you know, much. in sports, you never get paid your worth, your net worth. Well, how do you, you, you determine? Yeah, but how do you determine what your net worth is? Even Bron Bron, I mean, come on, you, you you know what you know when your box office. Kobe never got paid his money. Everybody leave money on the table in sports because it's no other way to make it work for everyone else if you don't leave the money on the table. Ask the goat in football. Ask as Brady. Ask Brady why he got seven out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying because he he deliberately left money off the table. He knew what the formula was and he knew how great he was. Right. That's how you able to get Gronk. That's how you able to get AB. Mm. That's how you able to get a team around you. You gotta leave a little bit of money right off the table. So of course, you know, I mean, Tom Brady didn't get paid what he's supposed to get paid either. Well, you know, there's also the deferment which works for guys. I'll take less yeah. now. And then when right. I'm done or retired, you that's can start paying football, me. That's not in football, though, brother. No, that's, that's not in football. No, they, def- they have that you in know, baseball. See, see, you're a baseball dude. Yeah, they that's definitely what I'm have saying. that in Y'all baseball. privileged. Yeah. Y'all privileged in mm. baseball. There's some privilege there. Yeah, we are. You gotta have, number one, in baseball, you got to have a little money to play anyway. Mm. Okay? Most people can't afford the equipment. Most neighborhoods can't afford the equipment. Well, right? okay. You know, the neighborhoods I grew up can't afford the equipment. That's why I don't play baseball. And then they don't allow you to be on the field. Hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? In honor of Black History Month, let me just break it down. Yeah, to you we're going to talk bit. about that a little bit, too. Where, you know, where I grew, grew up from, right? If one or two more brothers together, you're a gang already. Mm. Okay. So we can't even get how many you need playing baseball? Yeah, uh, I need nine. Okay, they'll call us a posse and they call in the cops. <laughs> if not, they barely want us to play basketball. If there are nine bro. brothers hanging out, that's different. I'm just saying, that, you said okay. nine on nine, that's 18. That's, There'll be yeah, 18 yeah. brothers, old Negro League, <laughs> and we out. We all in the paddy wagon out. <laughs> And, 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 you know, I know I'm, I'm just, yeah, know. you know, making it seem that extreme, but it is true to an extent for real. Right. 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 And we having fun with it, but it's a serious problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. You I, know, I got and I got. Hey, I got another fast fact. And then I want to get to our guest mm-hmm. today because we're very blessed to have him on with us. Absolutely. Wilt Chamberlain 
The year he averaged 50.4 points a game and 22.9 rebounds a game. He averaged that. He did not win the MVP that year. Mm. Well, we already know why. Yeah, yeah. What, what year was that, sir? Uh, gosh, I got to go back and look. It was 1954. Just, just give me. Was it 1954? Me I got to go back and oh, find Oh, okay. 54? I think 54? so. 54? Yeah. Come on, bro. The 60s were bad for a brother. So you know 54. Yeah, I know. Come, you know, fifty four. They didn't want him on the Actually, team. Actually, no, no, no. You know what? It had to be. It had to have been later than that. It had to have been later okay. than that. Okay. Well, if it was anything in the sixties, we already know how that went down. Yeah, I'm sure it was the sixties. Looking at fifty looking back and twenty two. Yeah. yeah, fifty and twenty three. Yeah, fifty and twenty three. Oh, oh man, that's and, ridiculous. And he did not win the MVP because you know who won it, right? No, who won that? Bill Russell. Well, okay. Well, it, well, he was in, in Boston Celtics though. Yes, and we all and we already know. Do I got to say any more? I, I mean, I need to go to Boston, but hmm. you trying to get me lynched in Boston? Um, let's see. Hang on. It was so bad in Boston. Yeah. Bill Russell did not even want to come back. Right. Right. Yeah. To Boston. Yep. Right. That's how bad Boston was. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And we know notorious for the Boston Tea Party, everything else. Yeah. So that was nice. Synonymous. It was nineteen sixty one, sixty two season. Mm. He scored over 4,000 points that year. Right. And 2,052 rebounds. That's just unbelievable. Right. I mean, crazy. And, and not, he wasn't just a game changer. You know, we've talked about it. He, he changed the rules. You know, he didn't right. just change a game, he changed the entire association. Right. So, and this is back in the day when the Celtics were the standard. Yeah, absolutely. And then the Lakers came on the scene. Right, right. right. Yep. Okay. And then they started investing in some brothers. Mm-hmm. And then the league got dark. <laughs> yeah. The lights went off. I mean, let's be honest. We 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 speaking facts, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Okay, because I can sugarcoat it, but I mean that's really what happened, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then the league start changing, right? Lost some viewership, right? Had some bad problems, mm-hmm. right? Fighting and everything going on. Had to clean it up a little bit. Yeah, and then David Stern. You know, David Stern came in, and, and 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 really, I think for me, you know, just speaking ignorant because I ain't looked nothing up. So I'm just saying, for me, from just talking barbershop talk talk right now yeah you know i think probably nba is one of the most um prominent black products that's ever been revealed yeah you know absolutely to the globe. yeah absolutely you know what i mean if you think about it yeah they've besides grown besides the jerry curl they've they've really but you don't know about no jerry curl though <laughs> you know that and the jerry curl baby you know every every brother had a jerry curl. did you everybody has some jerry did curl you boy. use activator you know what? I didn't have any activator, but you know, but listen, man, I had to pick with the fist. I had to pick with the fist. You know what? I had a little bit of activator, but I didn't have no soul glow. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have it coming down like that. But you know, this is like who we are. Hey, man. I had know, a, I'm so proud of that. I had an afro and I had a pick. I'm so when proud I was of a that. Kid. And I love my fried chicken and I'm gonna drink some Kool-Aid, <laughs> right? And it ain't gonna be cherry, it's red. Okay? <laughs> okay. That's what it's called. Okay. Red. Red. Okay? okay. It ain't grape, it's purple. Okay. <laughs> And your tongue okay. might look just like it, All right. and it's okay. okay. You're killing me, ten man. Ten cents back in the day it was five or ten cents yep. for a packet, brother. You know. Yep, I remember that. And I was watching Fat Albert back in the day. Hey, hey, hey! Absolutely. You know, saying, hey, I watched that too. I remember that really well. I remember all that. That was it, man. Yeah. And I'm proud of that, man. That's who I am. That's where I come from. Say that. That's my culture capital. Say that with your. Say that with your chest. Got to say it with your chest. Two beats to the church. Got to say it, baby. <laughs> right we keep it real here, man. You know how it is. I know. Hey, and But we evolve, right, though? We evolve and we have evolved, right? So, and society has evolved, right? It, it still needs to get better. But, you know, we still fighting, man. Yeah, I think we're on the right. We're heading the right direction. We're not Some of us in the trenches, man, the but path. whoever's on the sideline, man, I don't got no respect for you. Mm. This ain't one that you sit on the sideline, mm. okay? Ain't no bench in this fight. Yep, yep. Okay, get out and play. <laughs> You know, play 60 like the NFL say, I need you play 60 mm-hmm. in your neighborhood. Get out and play. Run through the line. So if you're just talking way. from the sideline and you ain't helping, I, I can't hear you. Yeah. Okay. I need people. I only listen to the soldiers that's in the fight. Hmm. Don't tell me about what you're doing on the sideline. Right? Get up in there and get busy. <laughs> okay. You know, it's all about inclusion, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we all got to fight for that, We're fighting right? for it. You bet. Absolutely. Yeah. With that, with that and all of our basketball background today, we have a very special guest who uh, has graciously given us his time. He is one of our uh, men's basketball players, Ronnie Frost Davis. Ronnie Frost! Hey, hey, thanks hey, for joining hey, us. What's going on? What's going on? 
Hey, thanks for joining us today. Always a pleasure. It's, uh, you know, you and I have had the chance to see each other over the last couple of years on campus, not as much lately because our classes have gone online, but it's always great to see you. And uh, thanks for joining us today. Oh, yeah, no problem, man. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Now, I've got a list of topics we're going to discuss, but the first one is your nickname. How did you get the nickname Frost? Man, so actually my um, grandmother, she used to call me Frosty Foot. Uh, uh, you know, my feet used to be cold. So anytime, you know, I walk around the house being in bed with her or anything, just, man, get them frosty feet out of here. You know, that was kind of her thing. So, you know, as I got older, it was, you know, Frost do this, Frost do that, or Frosty go do that, you know. Um, and she ended up passing um, 2013. So, you know, it was just something I just kind of kept around, you know, just kind of stayed in the family, and, you know. Here we are now, and it's kind of just, you know, part of who I am. That's a great nickname, though. That that just is, you know, just need. You're just known as Frost. You know, yeah. it's just, it's. I, I know, pardon the pun, but it's it's very cool. It just, hey, it man, just goes. Listen, it came from Grandma too. Yeah. Hey, shout her out, man. I know, you know, RIP to her, and 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 I know how much she meant to you. What's her name? Let everybody know what her name. Her is. name is Celestine Davis. Um, great woman. She was a teacher. She was in the church. She, um, man, just. Well, she was a frontline worker, you know, was 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 really in the field. She did anything she could to help. Um, and she instilled some of those qualities in me. So, man, that's why I'm big on helping and like being hands on. Um, I think I get that from her. Wow. Amazing. Hmm. Sherm, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, grandparents are underrated. They don't get oh, enough yeah. credit. I yeah. really don't. You know, they're they're the ones who went through it before you did. You know, hopefully someday mm -hmm. we're all grandparents, you know, that right. and, mm -hmm. and it's just I don't know. I don't want to say they're forgotten a lot of the time, but it, they just don't get enough credit. I, they paid the oh, road. Yeah. They they, paid yeah. the road, man. Absolutely. Yeah, they definitely laid a foundation. Absolutely. Um, and hey, OK, so, Ronnie, a lot has happened here with our basketball program over the last, say, 18 months. Uh, I know Coach Cook has done a great job. How, how do you get on with Coach Cook? Man, me and Coach Cook are cool. Um, yeah. You know, we we had a pretty good relationship. Uh, we've just been, you know, we've been we've been growing together. You know, I think this it's been it's crazy how this pandemic has made us come closer. You know, we have no choice but to just be locked in even more and try to figure out, you know, how to stay engaged and you know what we want to look like or you know what product we want to put out there when we can play again. So. Yeah, we've been locked in, talking a lot more than, you know, we would have been during the season just because, you know, it's like, man, I'm calling them a couple of times a day. You know, we're talking about plays or watching film. We're doing different things. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's been, yeah, me and Coach Cookins, yeah, we're, we're, we're building something special. Nice. There's a lot of new faces on the team. Man, a lot of new faces, a lot of new faces. But we have a lot of great-minded guys. We have a lot of great-minded guys that just want to win. Mm -hmm. You know, we I think um, the coach staff did a good job bringing in winners. Mm -hmm. um, and just trying to build that culture of a, you know, that winning mindset, keeping that warrior spirit. Mm. Eventually we'll get to use that new uh, court at the warehouse. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can't wait. We're going to break it in. Yeah. I certainly hope before Sean and I get to our one-on-one. -on -one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll break it in for you guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not even going to comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> some things don't you don't even need to comment on we already know he's he's reaching right now that's what we like to mm -hmm. say he's reaching right now he's trying to oh, pull yeah. me in a dark space ronnie but i'm not mm -hmm. going there frost mm -hmm. i'm not going mm -hmm. there baby he's trying to get you in there he's trying to take me to the trenches in the deep unknowns i'm dragging I'm, uh, yeah you're dragging, dragging you down yeah i'm dragging Sorry, you down man. to my level and i can swing i can swim real good but listen all the way to the golden shore baby got that side baby till i die but that's another thing but what i'm trying to say is Ronnie, like you've been an ambassador of our yeah. athletic program. I yeah. mean, you know, you, you're the first of the five C's, bro. You know, to hit the campus. You know, yeah. one of the ambassadors, part of SAC, and a lot of things that we do. And in plenty of our videos, right? Being a spokesman, oh, yeah. you know, bleeding this blue and yellow, you know, that we have out here, man, this West Cliff. And a lot of people didn't believe, but you did. And you continue mm -hmm. to do that, not not just mm -hmm. in the competition, but but off, you know, off the off the court as well. And um, you know, if you can tell me what Westcliff means to you, you know, and and what what you've been through, because I know it's been some challenges, you know, along the way. And I've known you've grown from some challenges, lost some close people since you've been with us. You know, it's it's been rough, but you keep pushing through, and you keep mentoring those who come behind you, right? Which I'm so mm -hmm. appreciative of. 
can can you tell us a little bit about what Westcliff means to you and and what you're trying to uh, leave your imprint? You know, when you graduate. Man, I, I think I think Westcliff just is is a family environment. You know, um, and I come from a I come from that that real family heavy you know type type vibe back home. Um, and you know, me and my brother always talk about you just you just need somebody to believe in you know. And I felt. Um, before I got to Westcliff, it was kind of, you know, it wasn't hundred percent belief. It was like, you know, it was kind of, ah, we'll maybe give them a chance, you know? And, um, I knew I deserved a hundred percent commitment. And I knew as soon as I stepped on campus at Westcliff, it was like, this is home. You know, I remember before I came, I was telling my mom and dad, like, I just want a place I can call home. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I get a place I can call home. I'm going to make it. You know, I just need somebody to just be behind me a little bit, like really behind me, not just say they behind me and then, you know, play with me behind the scenes, but like really behind me. And it's like when I got here, everybody was straightforward. Everybody was straightforward and was like, we're here for you. You know, and then when I came and started being a part of the school, everybody from our art staff all the way up to you, you know, being our head AD is like everybody was with me, you know, so it just meant a lot to me. So I felt like, man, I had to do everything I could to just try to help try to help the cause. So, man, Westcliff means everything to me, man. I, I love the warrior spirit. Um, I love what we stand for. And I'm just, I was just excited to have a place I can call home. Hmm. Nice. Hey, um, you know, let's talk about that a little bit because you are part of our student athlete advisory committee. Uh, we, oh, yeah. we, when we mentioned SAC, that is kind of a council of our, uh, our student athletes who are the leaders from their teams that are the voice that... Uh, you represent your team and uh, you meet with the other team leaders and you talk uh, with our administrators and you pass on, uh, you know, the, you've really got your finger on the pulse of the team. So let's talk a little bit about, about the SAC and what is your role on SAC? Um, so right now we're going to um, pretty soon here, we're going to be kind of like, you know, divvying out the roles, you know, as far as like president, vice president, things like that. Um, right now, um, everybody's just kind of just, you know, we're just a group of the uh, student athletes that are leaders on our team, just trying to make sure that our athlete, our athletic voices are heard, um, make sure we're putting events that people want to do um, and just trying to make sure, you know, everything runs smoothly. Um, we know there's a lot of voices, you know, a lot of teams, um, you know, got their input. They want to they want to embark on the school. So, you know, SAC's job is to kind of just to be a big melting pot you know, take everybody's ideas, what everybody's feeling, you know, what's going on in this team and that team. Let's put it all together and let's get it out to the school so we make nice. sure everybody's voice get heard. Very nice. Um, and how often does SAC meeting now? Oh, um, man, we're meeting once a week. We're meeting once a week. Uh, I think I think we're going to bring it up, start going twice a week and just, you know, try to make sure we're staying engaged. I think um, during this pandemic, man, the mm -hmm. biggest thing is staying engaged. Um, so, you know, that's, that's our um, thing with SAC. We just want to stay engaged. We just want to make sure, you know, we're, you know, being that melting pot, you know, make sure, keep it burning, keep mm. it rolling. And, you know, okay. just continue yeah, to keep you it going. You mentioned, uh, obviously, you know, you want to stay engaged during the pandemic. Um, previously, uh, we had Blair Gunderson on one of the, uh, um, women's soccer mm -hmm. team members, and we talked extensively about mental health mm -hmm. and, yeah, especially during this time, yeah. during the pandemic. And uh, how have you been coping with that part, the mental health part during the pandemic? Man, just, um, I think just understanding the goal I had set, um, not losing sight of, of the big picture, you know. Um, and then just, man, I, I think I got a, a, a great foundation with my family, you know, just being able to, you know, call my brother, you know, um, call my parents, call my um, my goddad, call people that are close to me, man, just to, you know, get some energy back, you know, and, um, you know, I have a strong faith with God. So just staying connected with God and, um, man, just really just understanding the goal I set out. You know, this is not a time to sit around. This is a time to actually try to add something I wouldn't have been able to, you know. Um, and then, you know, just just having some vision. Just having some vision, you know, I'm a, I was a big Missy Huffle fan and, you know, the marathon continues, you know, it, it don't stop, it don't stop. So I think just having, you know, having that passion and being able to like, just see it, just see it. I see myself somewhere. So, you know, I don't have time to just sit around and soak about the pandemic. You know, I got to get up and go. 
you know, you got to run a lap, you got to run a lap. So, well, what have you used as motivation to get up there and run that lap? I mean, are you just, you're just pushing yourself or do you have something that is motivating you? Um, I think, I think it's just the, the, just the hustle for it, you know, just the process, just the grind. Um, mm-hmm. I think just, just the game itself, you know, I think over the years I've grown to just love it more and more. So I think that's, you know, that's what keeps me going and just, you know, understanding the opportunity I have, you okay. know, and I, I, you know, I just I, really, I want it, you know, I'm hungry. I got that hunger, you know, good. I got the hunger that burns. And I, I think there's a difference between motivation and hunger. I think motivation comes and goes, you know, you might have a test. So I want to study for this test, you know, or, or just a big game. So I'm ready for this game, you know, but motivation is going to lack on them days. It's like, ah, you know, but I think if you got hunger, you got that fire burning. That ain't never going nowhere. So, you know, sure, I try to stay said, more on right? the hunger side. Of course. Absolutely. Hey, you know, hey, he, he's dropping some gems today, right? He's dropping some gems. I mean, um, Frost, I mean, when I'm listening to you, you know, I'm just so happy, you know, so happy. You know, the first thing comes to my mind is like he gets it, right? He gets it. I mean, you talked about knowing your big picture, uh, Rico Hines. A good friend of mine, you know, he's coined that phrase, know your big picture, because it does help you do so many other things on and off the court, just in life, knowing your big picture. And then hearing that you have a great, you know, family support system that's pushing you along the way, a lot of culture capital there that you learned from grandma, all these great values that you're pushing forward here at Westcliff and and helping us be a better uh, place, you know, not only just for your individual academic uh, goals, but for your personal goals, you know, far as, you know, your craft and basketball and then just being a total, genuine, great human being. I mean, that that is what's so great about SAC. It's our best of our best athletes. You don't have to be the best athlete, but the best 360 degree leader in the classroom because it's higher standards for you to be a part of SAC academically. And then you're a leader amongst your peers which is super awesome, and we can see why you're a part of this group just in your message and the way you carry yourself and how you convey in your communication to us this morning. It's just it's phenomenal. So um, what what grade do you what, – what, what level are you at right now? So you're a sophomore going into – I'm a junior. I'm a junior. Junior, right? Yes. Right now, currently, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? And then this next season, even though you get some eligibility back, You'll be well, 21, 22, you'll be a senior, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So are are you on a scholarship right now? Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. so how how's that scholarship working for you? Man, it's it's been pretty cool. It's been a major help. Right. Major so help. Do you major have help. any out of pocket expenses? Um, yeah, yeah, there are some. There are some. Um, you know, I'm kinda in that, you know, that middle class where like, you know, we make enough not get help but we don't make enough you know yeah, so yeah um so you know they're there yeah there's some well, out of pocket you know for your senior year that that ends for you uh this upcoming year so what i'm gonna do is give you a scholarship and the only thing you got to cover is your housing coming up on your man. senior year um man because you have embodied the five c's like no other individual that i've known man. uh since you started um man, and as as your dean of athletics that's what we're going to work out for you. Okay. So, okay. A scholar athlete, you know, with us, you know, fully paid. The only thing you Man. have to take care of is your housing. So, Man. you know, so I want to bless you with that today. Man, uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate that for, so much. Uh, I appreciate that. For, for keep modeling the way and doing what you do. This is why yeah. we do this job, Sherm. Yeah. It's so we can put out great leaders, not just in their crap, but in the world. And you got greatness written all over you today. And, yeah, and I know I it's going to continue to do a lot more things. And the only thing I ask for you to do is to continue to push it forward, you know, oh, yeah. for your peers, for those who coming in and, and those uh, new challenges in life you're going to have, you know, in these next five years. But oh, yeah. but next year you will be a scholar athlete. We'll make that happen for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I appreciate that. I appreciate yep. that so much. I appreciate it. Oh, love, baby. Five C's is how we do great. it, sure. Oh, yeah, you already know. And, and you know, when you're a boss, I ain't even talk to nobody. You just a boss. <laughs> you just, you just make it happen. That's what you do. Level, Sherm. 
yeah. There's levels to this. And this young man has worked his tail off to get there. Yeah, Ronnie, we should have had John a year ago, man. 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 But, look, but we're, we're glad that you're on here now. You know, oh, you, yeah. you, as Sean has said, you embody what we want our student athletes. We want all our student athletes to have that point of view. And, and mm -hmm. in that, you know what, saying that over this, over the time of the pandemic, you've kind of, um, you you made some changes to your life, mm -hmm. in particular health and transformation mm -hmm. of body as well, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you're in probably as great a shape now as you've been since you've been at Westcliff. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, did you just dedicate yourself? Did you change your diet or your exercises? What did you do to get there? Um, Man, I, um, I just... I just did a lifestyle change. You know, I just understood for where I was at and where I wanted to go, you know, certain things I just couldn't do no more, you know? So it was, you know, it wasn't just a diet or I'm just a workout more. It was just a lifestyle change, mindset change, you know, um, just like I said, just understanding where I wanted to go. And I knew what I needed to do, you know, and that just comes from my great coaching staff, you know, again, got to shout out my family again, just, man, this is what you need to be doing, you know? So I just decided to, you know, make that 180, you know, eat better, sleep more, you know, make sure I'm going 100 um, percent, pushing myself to the limit, you know, just exhausting that gas tank and making sure that, you know, when I come home, I did all I can do today, you know, and um, like I, said, I can truly say it's the best shape I have ever been in. And like I, I'm, I amaze myself every day, you know, and, you know, it's just about being addicted to results, hmm. you know, and I've been seeing the results. I'm just been sticking with it, you know, so I just, you know, make some sacrifices and they're paying off. So, that, you know, that's great. It takes a lot of discipline, but, you know, eventually the light will go on because there are some athletes, mm -hmm. of course, not just at our university, but everywhere else who aren't doing quite as well as they could mm -hmm. be doing because they've lost their focus. So mm -hmm. was there a moment of clarity for you? Was there a focus moment where you said, man, I can't just, I, I've just got to make a, a, a change. And here is my seminal moment that moment in time where you realize this is where it all starts anew. Yeah, it was, um, it was a couple of days before I returned to Westcliff, you know, uh, I was on summer vacation. Um, uh, my brother, Kelvin Washington, we were sitting there. Um, and he showed me this video, you know, and, and basically in the video, this guy had um, killed himself in a, a refrigeration truck. Now, the story behind it is basically he thought himself to death. Like he literally thought himself to death. Like he was, he got locked in the truck um, and he just thought himself to death. He was only in a truck a couple hours. So he didn't starve. Um, the refrigeration truck was off. It was 65 degrees. You know, I'm from Seattle, Washington. That's 65. That's a daily, just That's, chill yeah. day. You know, yeah. he didn't freeze to death. Um, nothing fell on him. You know, nothing. He didn't cut himself. He literally just sat there and thought himself to death. And for me, it was just like, man you know like whoa um i understood mentally i could take myself wherever you know and that, that was kind of that moment after watching that video and i'm so thankful for kelvin for showing me that is literally take myself there good or bad you know and, and and that's when i try to start looking at things half full instead of half empty you know so it was that moment man i knew like i gotta i gotta pick it up you know i gotta go this is it you know and i think that was a turning point in my life just in general, you know, do better in school, do better on the court, do better off the court in the community, you know, just do better, you know, um, just mentally do better, you know, check on myself mentally, see how I'm doing. You know, I think it's, you know, I have to be good before I can do anything for anybody else. Right. So I think just understanding where your mind can take you has really been, man, just pivotal for me. Right. Have you attained the goals that you set for yourself or are you still working toward them? Man, a lot of the goals, a lot of the goals were, were, um, were for the season, you know? So, um, okay. I, I think, you know, I think I definitely would have made the goals. Um, but I have, I have to, you know, kind of change avenues and, you know, just really look at some things. Um, but I, I think I'm on track. I, I've kind of, you know, I, I've been setting smaller goals to get to my bigger goal, you know? So whether it be, man, I want to run 10 miles this week, or, you know, I just want to do some small things just to kind of get to bigger goals. So, um, yeah, I, I pretty say I've been, you know, I've been hitting it on the head, you know, Good. I've been, I've been making it happen. Good. Okay. Another, I'm kind of off topic a little bit, but sort of the same. How are you doing in the classroom? Man, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I just, I feel like I got the, 
maximum the most time I'm ever going to get <laughs> to be a to be a student right now. You know, we're not traveling, we're not doing nothing. So I just been trying to make sure that I just put out the best product and not put out okay. the best grades. Um, so um, and you know, it, it it makes it easy when you had arc and you know you got people that care like people at Westcliff do. You know, okay. they, there's endless resources. So you know, I just been trying to make sure I use all my resources. You know, put the time in. And, you know, just, just put that work in. That's it. Yeah, it sounds like you figured it out. Not everybody figures it out at such a younger age. You know, it, mm -hmm. it takes people a while, maybe into their mid or late 20s before they, they figure it out. What is your goal for yourself after you graduate? Man, my goal is just to be an icon, be an iconic <laughs> figure. Okay. That, that, that's simply it. Be an iconic figure, man. Just really leave my mark. I want people to know, like, Man, this this young guy from Seattle is is a is a beast. You know, I, I just want to put it out there. You know, I think I think whatever that's a I do, goal. that's yeah. a great goal. And you know, I, I got a couple challenges for you. First of all, I think you know since you know I'm gonna bless you with this scholarship your senior year. I think you need to bless me back with attending uh, for your master's program. So let's chop on that because I want to see you leave here with an advanced degree, so you can go out and do those things you want to do. And then I want you to promise me the days that you can't be motivated, you be disciplined. And then the days you, you can't be disciplined, you be motivated. And if you can continue to let that, uh, you know, that's, you know, pendulum swing both ways and you, st you know, you stay even kill with that, uh, I think you'll be totally fine, you know, in what you do and, and, and everything that you do, you know, as long as you continue to put maximum effort in everything you do. So, um, but but I you know Sherm to your point I think he you know like I said before you know he gets it mm. right he gets it and I, I think you feel the same vibe Sherm. oh absolutely he he figured it out that's the thing it, it I I don't know if I figured it out yet I'm in my fifties but he figured it uh, out. I know I ain't figured it out. yeah but he you know, <laughs> you know I can't even speak the English language correctly he's got a you know? he's got a, a clear path that he has set for himself and I don't want to <laughs> you know and I don't want to speak the English language correctly okay. this is who I am. Okay. You know, damn it! You know, this is who I, I am. Love this it. is what I am. You you I got some it. colloquialisms. I got some pronunciation problems. My <laughs> wife tell me that every time she hear a podcast. <laughs> what are you saying? I said, guess what? I get things done. <laughs> oh okay? my god! People love winners. I've always been a winner. Okay. Yeah, I might not can speak it, but I can do it. Yep. Absolutely. I'm roll up the sleeves, guy. Anyway. Absolutely. But but I do but I do need to get these conjugate verbs together, uh -huh. though. <laughs> I am educated. Yeah, but so I need to get. But together. we we know what you're talking about. No matter how I'm you, glad you, no matter do, how you portray it, we understand it. Mm -hmm. So, but listen, hey, as long as you better than me, Frost, just be better than mm -hmm. me, man, and pay it forward. Hey, Ronnie, I got a question for you. Um, yeah. Whether it was when you were growing up or now, and I'm not necessarily talking about family members. Did you have an idol or somebody who you who you looked at and you thought, yeah, that that's the direction I want to go. I want to be like that person. Man. Um... I feel and like it's, it's, it's switched a couple times over, like over time it switched. But I just remember as a, as a young kid, I don't, I don't know why, but I just, just Kevin Garnett was just the, just, I don't know. It was just like everything to me. I had right actually, there. I had, um, you know, this was, this was like early, this was like early in my life. I remember we went to a Sonics game, uh, man, we need our Sonics back. But man, I, we went oh to a Sonics God. game. Yeah, yeah. yeah was man, really. We went to a Sonics game, and um, it was just like, man, he was just going crazy, like just, just killing, just. But I just, I just, you just felt him. Like I don't know, like at a young age, you just felt his presence was just like that energy. This guy is 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 man. So so man, as a young kid, it, it was it was always KG. It was always KG. Then I think about middle school, more eighth grade. It just LeBron it's been LeBron ever since it's been LeBron ever since man just to see him be you know a young guy deal with so much to opening up a school and just doing things like just unbelievable things like opening up a school um my my granddad is actually from Cleveland so you know I've been to Cleveland and seen the work he's done in the community like, he's been hands-on there um man that is that is that has been my guy so I'd have to say LeBron Hey, is he a hey, okay. sure you know i gotta chime in and ask you is he the goat man i listen 
I think of uh, this generation, yes. I think Michael Jordan is is Jordan. You know, you're not. No, you're not I don't want you to get off the no no frost. We're not letting you get off the hook. <laughs> you mean with me the generational things? Is he yeah. better? I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna okay. say yeah. All right, he's I'm gonna say yeah. He's I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. Right. And the reason I'm gonna say yeah is because he's doing things that you have never seen anybody do. Um, I can't do that. No, no, nobody's came back three one. He's beating teams that are designed to beat him. You know, um, and I think the only time he ever choked was that first year, and I don't even think he choked. I think well, he just, Dallas, it was something new. Dallas? Yes, okay. yes, I, and I don't think he choked. I think it was just something new. And he was, Sherman, you know, mentally he wasn't there. Facts, talk to me, Sherman. Is this blasphemy or facts, Sherman? This is facts, man. He wasn't mentally locked in. He said it himself. He Sherm, tried to be something he wasn't. Sherm, you hear this young he man talking about? Something he wasn't, man. What is it, Sherm? Come on, Sherm. Is it facts or, or, or he spitting blasphemy right now? All facts. You know, facts. I, I'm I'm trying to listen and take all of it in because. You know, Sean, you and I fortunately grew up in two eras of basketball. Right. You know, right. we had a chance to see those guys, and who, and we don't know who's coming after LeBron, who might be after you and I, Sean. So I, I, I know <clears throat> Dom Harris is coming. Yeah. Okay. I know that okay. That all right. I don't want to leave him out. I don't want to leave him out. I'm just saying. But right and now, I'm biased. hell yeah, I'm biased. Right now, um, you know, I these last three games that the Lakers played, all overtime wins, three in a row. And LeBron, Man. yeah, I don't know if you, I watched. And, and, and I did. He, yeah. Put him on his back. And he hit three-pointer after three-pointer, and he won those games without Anthony Davis. Okay? And, and Caruso was out as well. I love that guy. So, you know, he has that ability. But Jordan had the same ability. But here's the difference. Um, into his 30s and late 30s, Jordan was good, but LeBron is great. You know, Jordan in his heyday was a little bit earlier. LeBron can win championships into his late 30s. I don't know that yep. Jordan was able to do that. No, no, I have to agree with you. Listen, man, I'm a two, three fan yep. all day. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, but I will tell you like, you know, I, I believe LBJ is the goat. Yeah. You know, when I, when I look at everything from a 360, I mean, now he's, he's not, it's, it's different categories, right? Sure. That he, hands down, he's not a, a tougher competitor in crunch time as Jordan was. And Jordan got the far, crap far beaten energy, out of him. Far as energy level. Yeah. Far as energy level, you know, like that, you know, opposing your will on someone. That's what I'm talking right, about. Right, right. Because LeBron's a super competitor. I'm not saying he's, you know, but, you know, far as I'm saying, like, does he impose his will on someone? Like, it's no deferring with, with, with Jordan in the crunch time, right? Eat or be eaten is his thing. And LeBron's always going to make the right basketball play. So it's it's nothing wrong with both styles, right? It's just what do you want? You know, you want a dude pressing on another dude's neck? Or do you want to do say, you know what, I let this dude have it. And, and Jordan showed those qualities too because Kerr got one. Paxson got a shot in clutch time, right? So it's, you know, mm -hmm. they both – I hate to compare them, any, any of them. they both great men, great men doing great things. But I will say I've never seen an athlete like LeBron take advantage of – his leverage in his prime than any 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 other athlete ever, mm -hmm. you know, um, in, in basketball. I'm sure it happened in other sports, but in basketball, I think, man, he's rocking the cradle. He, he's rocking the baby. He owns it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and it does seem like, Sherm, to your point, the order he gets, man, he's a different type of wine. It just keeps getting finer. Right, it's just, right. I mean, because LeBron came in the league. They say he couldn't shoot, right? That was a knock. It was no three point shoot. You're like he couldn't shoot. That's what they said, Sherman. You remember that? Like, yeah. Hey. Oh, absolutely. But, you know. But I mean. he took the the he took the he took the whole height and 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 took it to another level. Yeah. Like he's never mm -hmm. LeBron has never disappointed. And he and he's another guy that transformed his body. If you look at obviously, oh my gosh. you know, you look at him early. You look at him now. He's he's a bull now. He mm. he's just if man. he puts his head down and dribbles to the hoop, nobody is going to stop him. Sure, but he's got grown man. But he's got an, an outside, outside shot, shot now. now. So, so he's, he's got, got more, more of a, of a complete, complete game. Hey, but you did say something kind of crazy though, Sherman. What? Uh, you said you said when he puts his head down and dribble, nobody's going to stop him. Well, when he tries to go to the hoop, no, he uh, he yeah, gets to the hoop, right? Right, that's what I'm gonna do. In, in oh, August. right, okay. <laughs> just I had to throw it in there, Ronnie, because I just want him to know uh, early. Sometimes you got to give him, a, yeah, just a 
Yeah, yeah, early. You know, let him know. I want to put in his mental, you know, because this game is mental as well. I'm, you know I'm going to run circles around. You won't be able to keep up with me. He might run circles around. You will not he be able to keep up with me. Because I don't miss, Sherm. I don't miss. So the J stay wet, baby. Mm. All right. The J you better not wet. miss because you won't get the ball okay. back. You know what? You are know we what? playing no, winners? You know Wait a minute. Are we playing here's winners the, or here's losers? The here's the deal. Here's the deal. Okay, Ronnie, hey, I want you in my corner. Ronnie, I've had to put up with this line. for two and years now. I, Ronnie, I want you on my sideline, and you're gonna be you're gonna be you know Team Harris coach, and then you need to go find your own coach, Sherm. But Ronnie's gonna be my coach for the game, so he can give me some strategy because you know sometimes when you're out of shape, Ronnie, your brain don't work right, right? So, so I need to know what's going on. Okay. Sherm okay. might not have that problem. But yeah. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to have that problem. Okay. okay? So okay. I'm going to need you in my corner when I don't have enough oxygen to I got do, you. do what I need to do. I got you. I'll make sure we right. know we'll have a little, we'll have a little okay. oxygen tank over there, get you a little mask, right. get you pumped and, up. And then, little, and then you know, I've like already told him I'm, 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 I'm going to get on the Vertimax that's in my, in, in my garage okay. right, before okay. August. And I already asked him, you know, salty. Or roast it, cause I'm gonna put my nuts all nuts in his yeah, face. Hey, I'm dunking on that man. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, hey, I got just it. Like, yeah. Hey, just I'm like there. your boy Sean Kemp back in the day, and I'm pointing mm -hmm. at him at the end. Rain oh, man, there you go. Boy. I'm gonna point, point at him at the end. The yeah. Rain Man and Jack Sigma. Don't forget him. Hey, I might they had I'm some like, great players go through the Sonics. I might have Ronnie throw me an alley oop on you. It's not even in the play. I just throw it to the sideline. <laughs> he throw it back, and I just hit hey, him in the alley oop. Like you. LBJ did. Uh, Maybe we need to have a dunk here. contest too. Oh my God! Ooh, let's have a dunk oh, contest. Hey, oh, you know what? I, I there, okay, there's a Woody. okay, Woody Harrison. Yeah, okay, we already know. I know. <laughs> is that me? Am I a white man oh. can't jump? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Did you just call me Woody Harrelson? You, oh. yeah, I didn't say it. You oh should. my god. So, who are you? Are you Rick Mahorn or, or who are you now? Well, I'm in that movie, I'm Wesley. <laughs> okay, all right, nice, baby. all right, Stop around with me. All right, so yes, you're sir. Wesley. I'm, and I'm looking Woody. for Rosie right. Perez. Where Rosie at? <laughs> All right, so you're Wesley. I'm Woody. I'll I'll take. I gotta that. make some money. I gotta All make right. some money. Let's go. Hey, hey, you know what? Very quickly, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, obviously, we were talking LeBron and being a goat. For me, you know, the the goat has a little bit bigger of uh, a focus rather than just how great they are. I also want them to be great off the court. So let me ask you this, because we know LeBron does a lot of great things off the court. There's only one other athlete, I think, in my mind, that equals what LeBron does off the court or has equaled what LeBron does. And that would be Muhammad Ali um, for his impact in the community. Now, there are plenty of other guys that are having that impact. But I think aside from LeBron, I, I look at Muhammad Ali and what he meant. Uh, and it was just obvious when he had his funeral, the whole city ran next to his next to the casket as it was traveling the highway. And I mean, I know we're going back a, a totally different generation, but I think that LeBron feels like this generation's Muhammad Ali. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah? I'm, I mean, I, I think he is. He uh, he wore a shirt in the bubble that was crazy. It was, a you know, the, the minister society look, but it's a right, leader right. to society. Okay. And I feel like that shirt just stamped it right there. Like he know who he is. He know he know he 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 a leader on and off the court to society. He knows that. Yeah. He knows that. I mean, from being able to deal with all situations. I mean, he was told to shut up and dribble. Next thing you know, he, you know, scored sixty in the garden. Right. <laughs> you, you know, like right. he know right. what he doing. He know what he doing. You know what I'm saying? He's fully aware of who he is. Well, well, yeah, and well, and. Well, Frost, well, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, the, the, after they won the championship, I remember watching the game and they had LeBron interviewed and it was confetti everywhere, but no people in the stands. And I remember him saying, and I want this organization to have respect. I want my teammates to have respect. And he said, quote, and I want my damn respect. Right. Yep. Respect. Put some respect on his always name. Stu that always, that's probably going to stay with me forever because it was so, so yeah. passionate. It was one of the you greatest know. sound bikes. Yeah. I mean, but it was so passionate. Yeah. And it was genuine too, Sean. Yeah. I, I don't think it was scripted at all. No, no, not know, at all. A lot of people always accuse LeBron of being so scripted, but they forget he's been in the public circle since he's been a teenager. Like, Man. Like, he, he's more equipped to be in front of the camera than some of the people who, 
been trained. Oh, be, yeah. And right? there are some he's, he's there are some that are very measured and very careful about what they say and they don't speak their mind. Right. And one of those guys, I think, feels like Tiger Woods. He's been very right. careful in what he said because they know they're going to get dissected inside out Absolutely. and backwards and misconstrued and people are going to accuse them of stuff. Some of them are just right. very But LeBron don't managed. care, though. Yeah, that's oh, the yeah. thing. You know, LeBron, he'll he'll LeBron say, is, yeah. He's very open yeah, he does. about it, right? He's very vocal. He, he doesn't care. And, uh, and I think... Social media has helped him, but Tiger could have did the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Because Tiger was a part of social media too, but his circles are different. Yeah, let's, not act, like, let's not act like you know the golf circles are not different. Than no, no. Oh, the, yeah, of course. The basketball of circles. course. Yeah, but, big but, difference. Big you know, difference. Yeah, but, but, you know, they, but he's afforded, because of his success on the court and or on the field of play, He's been afforded right. that platform. As an example, you know, Jordan shied away from it. They wanted more yeah. out of him, whether it right. was political or whatever it was. And, and during that time frame, you know, Jordan, that probably was strategic to do, right? Exactly. To be totally honest. But now, building a brand. The last yeah. two or three years, right? He's put up hundreds of millions, right? He has. In the black community, right? He's changed his, 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 his outlook mm-hmm. and his focus, right? So it's just good to see him evolving as a person as well. And as we continue to evolve in all this social unrest and, and being that this is Black History Month and, and, and it shouldn't be a month. I mean, me and Sherm talked about that a little bit, right? The shortest month of the year it, it's Black History every year. You know, even though we have um, charter schools in Utah opting out of black history. Mm. I mean, I, I don't remember my kids ever having a chance to opt out of white history, but whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, we, we need to get to inclusion and we need to get there real quick. So we can heal uh, as a society, because you know, one thing I put on my social media post a couple of days ago is kindness is is gangster. You know, being kind and being gentle, and and, and you know, for me, it's you know having a Christ-centered focus. But being that it is Black History Month, and I know that's near and dear to you, Ronnie, and and, and who you are, especially growing up. This is your generation. You are a young black man, right? You going through a lot of these things. These things that you've been seeing, I've been going through these things, but I'm at a different generation. I'm a little more seasoned, a little more salt and pepper on this steak than it is for you, which is fine. And and Sherm as well. He's been very seasoned and well-versed in a lot of different things. But how have you been leaving your mark, you know, of inclusion, but still um, what I want to say is still being proud of being a young you know, African-American athlete, being proud of your culture, your ethnicity and all those things. You know, what what does black history mean to you um, and where we are and how you viewed as a black athlete and share some light for, for our listeners today? Man, for me, I, I think, you know, it's all about defying the odds. You know what I'm saying? Doing something they said you couldn't. You know, I know um, I was told I'd be dead or in jail by 18 you know, yeah. I'm I'm 22, 12 classes away from my degree. You know, like yeah. I doing something that they said I wouldn't be able to do, you know, and I feel like I'm I haven't even scratched the surface of where I can go. So I think just, you know, looking back at people that has done it before, excuse me, done it before me, you know, from your Martin Luther Kings to your, you know, to your LeBrons to, you know, everybody, man, the list is the list is crazy. You know, we can go on from, you know, in my family, people have done stuff that you're not supposed to do. So I think, man, just doing what they said you couldn't, you know, and just being able to stand and stand firm on I am who I am and I can do it, you know, um, and I'm proud to be a black man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud to be a black man, you know, and I I wear it every day, you know, and I, I just feel like it just comes with a swag. You know, it just comes with a swag about about yourself I got this you know confident like man you know if you can't do it I can give it to me you know I got these big shoulders I got a nice you know strong frame I can hold it I can handle it you know and I think just having that fight having that will I mean we've been fighting for man <laughs> since the beginning of time still so fighting. still fighting still and we ain't gonna stop you know what I'm saying we ain't gonna stop so Man, I, I I think, man, just try to be black. You know, I have a February birthday, so I feel like it is my obligation to fight on and, and make it happen. Wow. I, you know, I, I don't even know where to go from there. I, I'm just, <laughs> I just, there's nothing I can say that would, would, would improve upon any of that. Uh, it, it's admirable. I mean, this is the, this, we're at that moment in time. This is our uh, Remember the Titans moment. You know, when yeah. you're running through Gettysburg, you know, 
right? <laughs> We're still fighting the same fight that they fought back then. And if we don't come together, then we're just going to be continuing that fight and we're not going to be making any progress. Well, you know, oh, yeah. I, I will say it is maybe a misnomer that, you know, I'm an African-American man, proud of it. And, and you know, I don't have my ethnicity, my ethnicity at all. Excuse <laughs> me, I, I, don't, I don't hide that at all. Um, you know, and, and I'm proud, but it's funny, you know, because some people may think that our African-American athletes, you know, have it easy here, <laughs> you know. Um, we're, we're a real driven, overgiven culture. It, it, it doesn't even play into the equation, you know. It's a commonality, right? But it doesn't even play into the equation, but it's funny how people just automatically assume that. You know, so I have a weird question for you, for, for our listeners, but I want to know, you know, how do you feel you're treated as a young Black African-American at Westcliff? You know, do you do you feel like you're able to be yourself or do you feel like, you know, like some of us growing up that we had to hide behind something and couldn't fully be who we are? How, how do you feel about that? Man, I feel like I'm I'm able to be myself. You know, and, and like I said, when I have, I, I mean, I meant it when I said it's a, it's a home, like the home vibes here, you know, um, I think one thing about Westcliff, we're very diverse. So it's, it's, we have definitely made it a safe place to be you, you know, and I, I think I walk around, I don't get no looks like, oh, here comes the black guy, you know, it's just like, oh, hey, hey, Ross, hey Ronnie, how you doing? You know, and, and it allows me to be me. You know, and I think I'm confident in who I am. And Westcliff is kind of just like my stage. <laughs> you know, Westcliff is my stage. You know, they cut the lights on, let me do my thing. So I would say, man, I'm treated great. I'm treated great. Um, you know, I've, I've, I haven't had no issues. You know, I haven't had no issues or anything like, oh, that was kind of weird, you know. But no, everything has been all love. It's been all love. Just truly a home feeling. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very nice. You know, that's that, that makes me feel good, Sherm, because that's – really that's that's you know, five what, c's that's that's five that's c's the all day long and that's, and that's the culture, the culture and, and that's what we established that's been the cornerstone and inclusion has been a part of that cornerstone and and you know i was just telling some folks you know you know just last week you know we've had a spike in you know anti-asian yeah attacks yeah. In, in in the united states which is baloney like we we need to get over ourselves, america we need to stop this right um, and then, you know, it's just, it just seems like it just trickles from one to the next. Right. So, you know, and now it seems like all of a sudden, you know, society and not everyone in society, let's, let's, let's understand it's a couple of knuckleheads right. running around here oh, yeah. that's right. running around here. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, but we do know one bad apple ruins the bunch. We know that. And, um, but we're going to make sure that we believe in the power of one here at Westcliff, and we're going to make sure that we're going to do our part to be a part of the solution and not the problem. But we do want everyone to be proud of who you are and where you come from, you know, because your her- heritage um, is important, your lineage is important, and, and we respect that. But but in that same breath, we also have respect for others, right? As you're proud, you're still having respect for others. And I think – you know, for me, you know, this goes beyond athletics, you know, as well. The university is represented by over 85 plus, you know, different countries, you know. So it starts from the top and having a great president like Dr. Lee, who's who embodies inclusion and those things as well. And it seeps through each and every department. And I think our athletics department does a great job carrying that mantle and, and, and carrying that guide on and just holding it high, right? and making sure we're setting the stage and being the tip of the spear for everybody else in the university. Uh, Sherm, you know, what's your, what's your thought process, you know, from your perspective? Well, you know, we talk about inclusion a lot and um, the other words that come up are tolerance, which I don't, I don't agree with tolerance because all that means is, Hey, I'll put up with you. I don't like you, but I'll put up with you. But the thing that I want to really go toward, not just inclusion is acceptance. Meaning it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, your socioeconomic background, the color of your eyes, your height, your weight or any of that. You have the same worth that I have in whatever you do in life, in sports, mentally, physically, spiritually. 
you're a person, I'm a person and we're, and we're even. And you, you know, if I can get you to look at me the same way I look at you, then we're going to be good. We don't have that right now. That's part of what black history month is about, but it's not, you know, it doesn't just stop there because as you say, we've got other cultures and ethnicities that are now being preyed upon, you know, because of some stereotype, as you mentioned with Asians. So, you know, I, inclusion, yeah, very important, obviously. But I also want them to be accepted. You know, we, we have to get to that point where, you know, immigration is important. And it's what we built this country on, for crying out loud. The only people that were actually born here were the Native Americans, right? right. Everybody here is from, you know, their ancestors were from somewhere else. So, you know, we that's kind of gotten lost in the whole conversation. And we're on our way there, you know, there in the Black Lives Matter movement uh, and whatever grassroots movements are, are bringing more awareness to all of these concerns that we have. And it's the step in the right direction. We're going there. I just wish we were further along after 240 years of being a country. Right. No, I, I agree. We do need to. Master gas, just this, this, this smash it to the floorboard, right? Mm. Hit the pedal to the metal, yeah. all, all of those things. Um, it, but it, but at first, in order for us to do that, like you said, we have to look inward, right? Mm-hmm. And and then not just privately, publicly as well. Oh, right? absolutely. And in addressing these things, and and that's one thing I've been proud of this podcast that uh, Sherm Dog and, and and B Brandon. Uh, Peterson to put together is we we don't run from these issues. Like I have no problem telling you I got a gang of education and still have a hard time not speaking jive, <laughs> you know, because that's my language. You know, that's everybody want to know what my native language is. That's my language, mm. right? That's the language I grew up on. That's the language we get things done with. That's the language when I go home and I hit the streets and I go to the corner store, right? That's the that's the that's the verbs. That's the that that's the adjectives. What's up? What's going on? How you know? Hey, it's a different talk, and that's how my people move, right? Respect that, right? I don't have to change who I am for that, but I can get down in any arena you want me to get down in, and if you can't appreciate my differences, then I don't need to be around you. So I'm unapologetic about it. I know what it means. I got a high vocabulary definition um, and know exactly what's going on. I just choose to be me. This is who I am. If you can't accept that, oh, oh, well. Okay, oh, well. You know, that's just where it is at this point in my life. You know, I, I'm not trying to uh, speak a, a certain way and, and this and that. And some people are like, okay, well, you know, that kill, you know, your, your annual salary, that's a career killer. What, what Man, God got me, man. You know, he got me. Jehovah Jireh, he got me. He's he going to sustain everything I need, period. And he's been doing it, okay, from where I was birthed at and, and grew up in 21811, that's Berlin, Maryland, to where I've been, you know, all across this world, you know, fighting for this country because I was a military man, right? So I put it out online so I can speak in a lot of different ways. I have I held a lot of jobs. I've been in a lot of places. I've, I've had successes. I had terrible losses, and and a lot of my career and who I am, you know, had been established in in the valleys and not on the mountaintop. You know, the things when I had to get up seven times to get up eight. When I got knocked down, I had to dust my shoulders off. You know, Jay Z told me that. You know, you know, dust your shoulders off, right? It's a lot of these things that make who I am. It's a, this onion is really, really um, a lot of layers to it. And what it does for me is allow me to really connect with this generation here so we can make sure we keep polishing them up to take over. And and, and sure, from this day forward, I'm just not going to say inclusion. I'm going to say inclusion and acceptance. Yes, thank you. Because that's very, very important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because that's really what I was trying to say. You know what I mean? And that's the reason why we peanut butter and jelly, baby. (laughs) That's why we do. That's the reason why we... Ebony and ivory for those who know back in the day about that. You know, that's why we shake and bake, Sherm. We we put it together. We make magic. That's what we do. When we come together, we make things happen. Mm-hmm. And um and that's why we built different here at West Clip. You know, so I, I'm I'm really glad that you you feel comfortable in your own skin, um, just as well as everyone else here that may be part of the 
LBG, you know, uh, community, um, Q and plus and yeah. whoever you are. I just want you to be the best version of you, mm. you know, and I'm going to love you here. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to love you. I'm going to care for you. I'm going to work just as hard for you than I'm going to work for the next person um, because that's all I see is, is loving people um, and positive vibes. So we're, we're going to get that here. Um, and I don't want you to get off this this uh, podcast without, um, you know, sending a shout out to your family and those who supported you to help you get here. Is, Is anybody, anybody you wanna you wanna shout out that that helped you? Oh get yeah, here? man. Oh yeah, I, I gotta I gotta man. First, you know, give honor to God just to even bring me here. You know, just man, just being here, being alive, being healthy. Uh, I just want to thank God. Shout out to God. Uh, of course, my family. You know, my mom and dad, you know, my sister, Lauren, my brother, Isaiah, brother, Chris, you know, my grandparents, mom, boy, Papa, was had it. Uh, man, shout out Think Different, you know, shout out my boy, Kelvin. Um, man, my best friend, Ahmad, man, and just thank God for the people in my life, you know, thank God for the people in my life. Um, man, my, my best friend I've grown with, man, my teammate, Joshua Jones, it's my dog, you know. And man, just man, just thanks to myself. Shout out to my heart. Shout out to my mind. You know, TD the label. That's all I gotta say. Right. You know, we got a saying, Sherm. It takes a village, man. Oh yeah, and it really does. Oh yeah, it does. Hey, very quickly, uh, Ronnie. You mentioned think different. That's why mm -hmm. I asked you maybe what your plans are after you graduate. You got your own clothing brand, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I do. Yes, sir. I do. Tell us a little bit, man. So really, I I, I just. You know, like I said, my boy Kelvin Washington, man, we had this idea just on, you know, how can we impact? You know, I told you one of my goals is to be an icon. I think, you know, the simple things are killer, you know, and I think an answer to a lot of the problems are think different, you know, and Kelvin always says this one thing is, you know, pressure is a privilege, you know, um, and I think that's like, it's crazy. You know, I think that's crazy to think about. And it's like, you just have to think different. You just got to think different. You know, I know it might be cliche to say sometimes, but you literally just got to think different. You know, like you be trying, you be trying, you be trying. It's not working. You got to think different. You're not doing something right. You know, somewhere along this line, it's not, you know what I'm saying? It got to be a straight line. And you, somewhere along it, it ain't, you know, the process or, or the path isn't going to be straight line, but your work has to be a straight line, you know? And it's like, sometimes I think we get mixed up. You know, we be trying. It's not looking good. Okay, let me go this way. No, nah, think different. Think different. Go straight. Go through it. You know, the only way out is the way through. So, you know, with the clothing line, man, we just, I just, we just wanted to create something that was like, you know, it looks nice as a brand. You know, the clothes, the clothes is fire. Don't get me wrong, but it's, it's more than the clothing line. You know, it's really a way of life. Like, think different. You put this TD shirt on, you gonna know. I'm thinking different today. Where you know, I'm thinking different today. Where man, can you can, uh, I got a website. I can, um, what's the website? Let them know right now, man. The website, hold on. Let me get you, let me get you the app. Let me get you, let me get you the app right now. The website is boom. And while we think in term right now, he getting everything together. We got to think different, sir. Mm -hmm. I, I listen here, you know, we need to cop some of this gear. Think different. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, I'm not mm -hmm. saying that he gotta send me something for free. You know? <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, sure, you know, it's nothing wrong with free 99. Sure. Sure, can I get it for free Man, 99? No, no. Man, sure, can I get it for free 99? Free 99. Yeah, can I get it for free 99? Man, when the boss asks for something. The boss got to get it, man. I just so, got to you know, know. I want some free 99, Sherm. What you think? When, when, the, when the boss get it, I'm going to make it happen. Let us rep you, man. Let us rep you. You know? Oh, yeah. No. We, we don't want it for free. Going. We just want it for free 99, brother. Just free 99, I got, you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm going to make sure to make it happen. So, man, uh, if you go to my Instagram, at Iconic Frost, I have the link there. Um, I can give you the link. Hold on. Give me a second. All right, it's going to be www. I'm going to just spell it out. Right. T I N Y U R L dot com backslash Y five Y V N C K eight. All right. Hit that up. 
or you follow me on Instagram. The link is in my bio. So what you say? You, you some what TD you say gear. What you? What's his name? His name is Kelvin Washington Jr. All right, Kelvin. You know, hey, free ninety nine, brother. I'm hey, hey, man, we got you, man. Not hey, for man, free, the though, boss asked for it. The boss. What we get. getting it for, sir? Free ninety nine. Three ninety nine. It's a little different, Sherm. It's a little, oh, yeah. it's a little different, Sherm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I know. All right. Hey, oh, yeah. uh, Ronnie, thanks for joining us today. You were absolute man. pleasure, man. You were a lot of fun having on, and and we appreciate oh, yeah. you giving up your time to share it with us today. Oh yeah, no problem, man. Thank you guys for having me. I feel you know honored. Honor is mine. Yeah, we'll all, yeah, we're gonna put your link in the show notes too. Okay, for sure, for sure. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. All right, Frost. Hey, hey, let's right. let's make sure we. We sure up that's this blessing of your scholarship for next year. Oh yeah. Um, so that's from the athletic department, man, and everything you do and SAC and, and the ambassador you have been for Westcliff uh, athletics yeah. since you touched the campus has been so amazing. Oh yeah. We oh, appreciate yeah. you. Man I, man, I appreciate you guys for sure. That major help, major help, I appreciate it. All right. That is All men's right. basketball player, Ronnie Davis. Keep an eye out for him. He's going to be a Going to be a star and an icon, frosty icon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Iconic frost. You know what it is. Mm. All right. We'll keep an Seattle, eye out for baby. you, buddy. Yes, sir. Hello, and thank you for joining us on Building Greatness the Warrior Way, a Westcliff University athletics podcast. As always, I'm joined by our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yay. And I'm Sherm Dog, David Shermet, the head baseball coach at Westcliff University. And as always, I would like to thank my guest host, our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yay. And the gentleman who makes us sound good each and every time we do podcasts, that is Brandon Peterson, our sound engineer. Beep, 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 beep. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you download your podcast and please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get the word out about Westcliff Athletics and we thank you for your support. And keep an eye out for the next podcast. Perfection is perfected, so I'ma let them understand from a young G's perspective. And before me, better get hushed, they have to find a contraceptive. You never know, she could be earning her man and learning her man. And at the same time, burning her man. Now you know I ain't with that this shit, tenant. Ain't no key so good enough to get burned while I'm offended. And that's real of real deal, holy feel. And now you hookers and hoes know how I feel. Well, if it's good enough to get broke off a proper chunk, I take a small piece of some of that funky stuff. It's like this and like that.